You are listening to Proudly Resents. Oh, reason. I, I can't even hear you well. Hi, this is Sammy Wazell. Uh, Proudly Resents. The Cult Movie Podcast. The Adam Biggest Men Show. To all you Proudly Resents listeners out there, just remember, you can't touch on hospitality. Oh, all right. Here it is, the Resentees. That's right. Reached out to bad movie podcasters around the country and the world, and they came back with their favorite bad film that they reviewed this year. So you'll hear from a bunch of great podcasts, and you should check those out. Okay. And check out the other shows. They're all very good, too. You listen to the nominations of the Resentees, and then you go, hey, who do I want to vote for, or who did they miss? Any comments, go to iTunes. And in the comments section, just put in your comments of what you think should win for the Resentees. Live show, New York City, very exciting. January 13th, 9.30 at night, Sunday night. I got a really big director, agreed to do it, very excited. And uh, you'll like him too. He's been on the show before. And also we have a couple great singers who are going to sing songs from The Room and Birdemic. It's going to be a really good show. It's half Proudly Resents, half Dream Tweet. And uh, enjoy today's show. If you like it, tweet it, put it on Facebook. You are the publicity machine. Also, I put in uh, a couple of reviews from an older show from the past. And there's a lot of actually a lot of fun plugs from other things that I enjoy. And I love you guys to check out. All right, man. I'm out. What's up? I'm Uncle John. And I'm Scotto from Zombie Takeout, the the movie and cult movie podcast. We're here to announce our nominee for the best bad movie that we've seen in 2012. And we have seen some hideous monsters this year. Including Crossroads, the one with Britney Spears. Showgirls. Moth Diaries. Leonard Part 6. Hey, I like that one. Anyway, our nominee for the best bad movie of 2012 is Tommy Wiseau's The Room. It's the story of a man whose fiance suddenly decides she's bored with him and decides to have an affair with his best friend, amongst other things. Let's take a listen to a clip. I used to know a girl. She had a dozen guys. One of them found out about it, beat her up so bad she ended up in a hospital on Guerrero Street. <laughs> what a story, Mark. Yeah, you can say that again. I'm so happy I have you as my best friend. The Room has been called the Citizen Kane of bad movies, and it definitely lives up to that title. Forget Troll 2, this is the best, worst movie. In fact, it's the only unintentionally bad movie to make our recommendations list. In addition to the hilariously bad writing and acting that you heard in the clip, it's got several subplots that come completely out of left field and are never resolved. Guys throwing around a football and tuxedos for no apparent reason, and what may be the funniest death scene in movie history. Let's check out another clip. Things got mixed up. I didn't mean for this to happen. <laughs> I don't have them anymore. We're out of drugs, Danny. It doesn't matter. I don't have them anymore. It doesn't matter. How in the hell did you get involved with drugs? Huh? What were you giving them to him? Selling them to him? When in the hell did you meet that man? What kind of drugs do you take? Once again, that's Tommy Wiseau's The Room, our nominee for the best bad movie of 2012. I'm Uncle John. And I'm Scotto. And you can hear more of us at zombietakeout.com. Of course, always remember, never forget, wherever you go in life, there, there you, you are. are. 
Do you like bad movies? No, I love them. Well, if you love bad movies, I bet you'll enjoy reading about them. Oh, boy. Hey, I'm Matt. And I'm Ksenia. And we are the editors of I Love Bad Movies. A great zine about bad films. Like Cool as Ice. Barbarella. Purple Rain. Troll 2. Teen Wolf 2. The Garbage Pail Kids. Death Wish 3. Roadhouse. Demolition Man. Dune. Each issue of I Love Bad Movies is full of essays, comics, and illustrations about all these really great bad films. And the best part, it's only available in print. So when you're done, you can pass it on to one of your weird friends. There are five issues with themes like... Love and sex. Before and after they were famous. Children's movies and movies not for kids. And visions of the future. Featuring award-winning artists, writers... Film nerds, critics... Comics. And weirdos. Well, they're all weirdos. We also do live events. Like bad movie night screenings and variety shows. And if you're interested in contributing, get in touch. Oh, hey, Gili is on. I love badmovies.com. Hey, um, hey, I thought I was calling, uh, I thought I was calling my producer, Adam, over at Divorce Court. I've been waiting here for the car to come pick me up from the dentist for about two hours. Now, I need to get some sleep if I'm going to be in the courtroom tomorrow. I appreciate y'all buying me new teeth, but come on now. Y'all need to send somebody. Are y'all there? Y'all need to send somebody. I'm so mad I can rip out your tonsils. God damn it. Hey, it's Jam, Blaine, and Rob from the Rewatchability Podcast. We're here to talk about our nomination for maybe the worst movie that we watched this year for our podcast. Or yeah. awful. Yeah. Well, we're not we're not really a bad movie podcast. We rewatch movies and TV shows. Some of them are bad. Some of them are bad, Some but of them we are the worst. We watch them hoping that they'll be good. We watch movies we haven't seen in a while. We're not jaded. <laughs> no, we're hopeful. We we want to we want to see good movies. We still from have our love childhood. in our hearts. Yeah. Yeah. And there've been some great movies. One of them wasn't The Fifth Element. <laughs> no. Not yes, it was. Yeah, no, that was. No, no. You guys are. No, no, we're talking about the go. fifth element, not one through four. Okay, there, one through four, was, we're good. The fifth one, it was like there was only it was like one. Freddy versus Jason. It was like too many. There was only one. You're watering it was down so your good. franchise. Ugh. I don't know. What do you What do you guys think the worst movie? We well, if was? I could, if I could put forth a nomination, I would say the worst movie we watched was Super Mario Bros. Yeah, yeah. I think Bros stood for brothers. <laughs> by the way, <laughs> uh, I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have to go to the dictionary for that. Uh, yeah, that was pretty horrible. That's, that's just one of the inconsistencies in this film. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Couldn't Spell Brothers. Many? You know what? It's probably because so many theaters couldn't afford the marquee letters. <laughs> so they spelled brothers. They yeah. spent all their money on that dinosaur. Yeah. yeah. You know? And on those jump boots. <laughs> the jump boots. And you know what? Dennis Hopper doesn't come cheap. Especially since he died. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that was probably the worst movie we watched. Yeah. You think of any others? We watched episode one when it was re-released in theaters. That was... We spent so much it's money. It was pretty bad. <laughs> Not spent. No, just threw away. Yeah. Just cast into a pit. Yeah. It was like 20 bucks. It was. We threw 20 Each. bucks into Mount Doom. <laughs> like, our microphone cost less than that. It's true. But, God but damn it. The, 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 the village will have a good harvest. For that sacrifice. <laughs> yeah. Christopher Lee put our money inside The Wicker Man, and, uh, yeah, everything's fine. The Wicker Man was a better movie than Star Wars Episode One. The Damn Nicolas it. Cage one? Yeah, the remake. Yeah. I'm sure that's been on... We, we've never talked about that, Man, but... If, oh, if, if the bees killed Annie, 
I would have been all over that. It'd be like my girl. <laughs> it would have been like my girl. My girl set in space. My girl. If they'd made episode one a few years like, earlier, you know, Macaulay Culkin would have been. Oh, hands Anakin. down. Yeah. yeah. And that would have been awesome. Yeah. That would have been pretty Using good. the force to guide paint cans. <laughs> in the pod race, when he puts Take his hands on each cheek and goes, ah! <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that would have been great. He's yeah. an impetuous little kid. So, so probably, I mean, we're all in agreement. It wasn't the Fifth Element. It was the Mario Brothers. What was so bad about it again? They're in the same boat. No, yeah. not the same. <laughs> yeah. No, they both take place in some sort of like weird oh. future place. All right, they're in a schooner, and one is on one side, and one's on the other side. Is no, that okay? One's firmly in space. Is a space. You know what? It's fine. You guys can hate Fifth Element. Such a good movie. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Hi, this is Mike Spiegelman of LuggageTuesdays.com. Here are three classic prank phone calls updated for the 21st century. Hello, hi, do you have caller ID? No? That is your refrigerator running? Yeah, hi, hey, your Henway is in my backyard. What's a Henway? Let me Google that for you. And finally, yeah, hi, do you have Prince Albert in a can? Do you know of any store that still carries pipe tobacco? For more funny things, check out LuggageTuesdays.com. Hey, it's Paul Francis Sullivan. You can call me Sully. And I'm the creator of Sully Baseball Daily, a podcast where I talk about baseball 365 days a year. You can check us out on iTunes, Sully Baseball Daily. Or go to SullyBaseball.blogspot.com and check us out. Uh, I've been a guest on Proudly Resents. I'm a huge fan of Proudly Resents. And the best of the worst movies that I watched for the first time was The Jazz Singer, the film where Neil Diamond sings in blackface, in redneck face, and in Jew face. It is a wonderful film where Neil Diamond doesn't know how to act, and Laurence Olivier forgot how to act. Hi, this is Jody B. Movie. And Rock Hard Son. From the Movie Mastication Podcast, coming to you from Australia. Yeah, normally we are four, but the spoiler and the hitter couldn't be with us today as we have them locked in the gimp cage and we only let them out for recording our monthly show. We're proud to be a part of the Resentees and equally proud to bring you our nomination. Forbidden Attraction, a.k.a. The Dark Woods. Henry and his terminally ill wife, Susan head to a cabin in the woods so she can recuperate as they try to rekindle their romance. But another forbidden attraction beckons. Now, here for your listening pleasure is just a sample of the scintillating dialogue. Enjoy. I've been waiting for ten months. You aren't the only one deprived. You've been waiting ten months, you can wait ten more minutes, right? Oh, if this is some sort of a tease, I don't need any encouragement. I haven't showered in days. Well, technically you had a bath last night. I'm serious. I'm just going to have a quick shower. Wash the merchandise. Then we have the rest of the day together. Oh, what am I supposed to do while you're taking a shower? (laughs) (laughs) End scene. (laughs) And uh, be sure to wash that merchandise, will you, honey? (laughs) Wash it good and clean. So, uh, Jody, Forbidden Attraction, a.k.a. Dark Woods, what do you reckon? 
Yeah, well, it's you know one of one of the uh, guys there is uh, James Russo playing the most irresponsible sheriff I've ever seen on film. Yes, um, written and directed and starred in by John Muscanero, mm-hmm. and also starring Tracy Coogan and Mary Kate Wiles. We think it's probably one of the um, yeah up there with one of the worst movies we've um, reviewed this year. Yeah, some of the dialogue is um, bad and and delivered badly, and uh, the acting all round is yeah not great. But we get a lot of fun out of this one, and um, yeah. you know, as with you know movies that are bad, unconsciously bad, they're not trying to be bad; they're just bad. Mm. <laughs> it goes to bad uh, to good and back to bad again at times. But um, mm. then to really you know, bad, <laughs> to unbelievably. You know, it's worth it just to see James Russo. I think so. It's it's we got a lot of laughs out of it, and um, let, let let me think. Um, the the female parts are so obviously written by a male who knows absolutely nothing about females. <laughs> yeah, I I think that's pretty apparent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, apparent by um, probably one of the you know most standout lines in that little bit we did. Um, where she says she's going to go wash the merchandise. Mm, yes. That me- had me on the floor in howls of laughter <laughs> when I first saw it. I had to rewind it to make sure that's what she said. But, we round yeah. we round it we rewound it numerous times. Didn't we? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's worth it if you want you know if you just want a bit of a laugh at someone else's expense, which is kind of cruel in a way. But um, you know, at least we're watching mm. it. Well, that's it, and we're you know, we've selected it as our nomination for the Resentees. We're talking about we're it. We're talking about it. John Muscanero can't really you know, complain. And you know, yeah, absolutely. It, it's it's up there in the awards. It's got the nomination, so yeah, you know, um, yeah. Go you should for be proud. Attraction. All right. AKA Darkwoods. <laughs> okay, this has been Rock Hard Son from Movie Mastication Podcast and Jody B Movie. Um, our other two compadres could not be here tonight as they've been locked in the gimp cage once again. <laughs> so thank you. Thank um, you. Listen to our podcast at moviemastication.com or Hi, send us an look. email, moviemastication at gmail.com or hit us look. up on Facebook. Okay. We'd love to hear from look. you. Always. Hi. And big thanks to Adam Spiegelman from the Prally Resents podcast for asking us to um, nominate our favourite bad film. Yeah, thanks, Adam. Good on you. Awesome. I'm Albert Brooks, and while visiting New York, Denver, Chicago, Los Angeles, San Francisco, Boston, Detroit, the tri-state area, this city, the Bible Belt, I listen to and enjoy the good sounds of K, the good sounds of W, N, O, P, Q, R. S T U V W X Y Z. Hello, my name is Joel. I'm Martin. And I'm Kevin. And we're from... Yeah, it's that bad. And this is the podcast that looks at supposedly bad movies and asks the question, is it really that bad? And what that boils down to is that we look at movies that are on Rotten Tomatoes and reevaluate that score. Does it really deserve to be that low? Tonight's movie is 2005's The Amityville Horror, directed by Andrew Douglas, starring Ryan Reynolds, Melissa George, Philip Baker Hall, and a young Chloe Grace Moretz. The Amityville Horror is a 2005 
1975 biographical horror film. It is a remake of the 1979 film of the same name, which itself was based on the 1977 novel of the same name. This film currently holds a 24% on Rotten Tomatoes. How about plot synopsis? On November 14th, 1974, police received a frantic phone call that led them to the DeFeo residence where they made a grisly discovery. Six bodies. The entire DeFeo family all slaughtered with a 35 caliber as they slept calmly in their beds. One year later, on November 18th, 1975, George and Kathy Lutz, along with their three children, moved into the house that was going to be their dream home, especially if they're dreams. Nightmares. The Lutz family only lasted 28 days in their home after they were terrorized by a demonic force that drove them away. Based on a true story of George and Kathy Lutz, that's not true. The Amityville Horror remains one of the most horrifying haunted house stories ever told because it, it actually happened! Yeah, this movie was amazing. Absolutely incredible. We went into it expecting an average run-of-the-mill horror movie. Instead, we just got so much more. This movie is a piece of garbage from beginning to end. And it starts at the base level because the core storyline that this is based on is just stupid to begin with. It's been twisted and warped from a movie that was based on a novel that was based on something that didn't happen. MGM claimed the remake was based on new information oh, uncovered yeah. during yep. research at the original events, it needs to be seen to be believed, quite frankly. Absolutely. It's just a bunch of nonsense. <laughs> Nothing makes any sense in this movie. Is she but it gave us them? Catch Him, Kill Him. And for that, I'm, I'm thankful. I'm grateful that yeah. this movie exists. Catch Him, Kill Him, of course. It can be applied to almost any situation in life, in love. <laughs> <laughs> Well, there you go. The Amityville Horror. 2005, our favorite movie that we reviewed this year. If you like what you've heard, please check us out at yeahitsthatbad.com. We review movies that are considered to be bad and that have very low Rotten Tomatoes ratings, and we like to see if they really are as bad as people say. So come on over and check us out. Hi, I am Mike. And I am John. We're the hosts of the... Film Jitsu Podcast, the podcast that wields film like deadly weapons. I think our favorite bad movie of the year, John, would have to be Piranha 3D. Now, how can you argue with that? The movie was just insane. There were a lot of bad movies that made it big this year. I think we're probably going to hear a lot about The Room and, you know, those kind of things that are really becoming popular this year. But for us, there was a 3D wiener. <laughs> There was. And way more 3D boobs than have ever been put on a screen before. They made a movie where they managed to combine 3D boobs, 3D piranhas, and Christopher Lloyd basically playing Doc Brown. <laughs> that sums it up right there. It was fantastically awful, and I loved every second of it. It was just mayhem. Like, complete and utter mayhem. <laughs> People were getting eaten in half. There were faces getting bit off. Yeah, Eli Roth's head exploded. Oh, thank God for that. <laughs> I think when you consider what this movie really was, the fact that it made it to the theaters and people went to see it at $14, $15 a pop for 3D, it's incredible. That is an accomplishment that uh, few can claim to have done. Well, I don't know about you, but I think in terms of bad movies, for me this year, it couldn't get any better than Piranha in 3D. All three dimensions, two of which were blood and boobs. <laughs> Absolutely. We watch a lot of bad movies on the Film Jitsu podcast, but this by far takes the cake for this year. Hey, Adam. It's Kent. Um, I sent you that email today, and you said to call. You said, can you call the hotline and say it into the phone? I can use that as an MP3. And then I originally thought, no, because I'm really bad at that stuff like that. 
but and then I thought, well, maybe if I do it later tonight, I'll I won't rehearse it. I'll just forget about it and then read it, which is basically what you asked for. Anyway, sorry, this is going to be long, but um, also I'm a little high. But all right, here it goes. This is the email I wrote you. You can just use this part. That's fine. I watched Grown Ups the other night, so enjoyingly bad. One of my favorite aspects is how the characters are constantly making fun of each other, because that's what friends do. And every time someone makes a joke, there's at least two reaction shots of other characters chuckling or guffawing. Sometimes three. This happens throughout the entire movie, over and over. Once I, no- once I noticed it, it was hilarious to watch. Uh, see, this just doesn't make any sense. Like, it was once, it was like once I noticed it, it was hilarious to keep noticing it. Uh, you know what I mean. When you see, when you go, oh, that guy has a funny voice, and then every time he talks, it's hilarious. Okay. Back to the email. I think someone should do a, a supercut of just the shots where the characters are laughing. There's so much laughing. Also, there's a big game at the end, and spoiler alert, Adam Sandler lets the other team win because he's a wealthy Hollywood agent with a nice life, and the other team is a bunch of uneducated townies with American flags on their shirts, and Adam Sandler feels bad, feels bad for them. So he misses a final basket by inches, and later his wife says, hey, you never miss that shot. Just in case anyone's confused. I put that in parentheses. What a great guy. Uh, now, if, now I just feel bad. It is a nice thing. If, he, if that happened in real life, he'd be a nice guy. <sighs> also, there are some genuine funny moments, and they all include Steve Buscemi, or Buscemi, the guy from Gordrock Empire. And then I wrote, grown-ups. All right. Well, that was that was terrible and way longer than two minutes. So, um, but whatever. I'm not going to hang up and do it again. Hey, this is Eric Siska from the We Hate Movies podcast. Just calling in to say that the worst movie I saw was Remember Me. That's the Robert Pattinson movie. And uh, Pierce Brosnan plays his father, and he tries to do a New York accent. It's pretty hilariously awful and the great thing about this movie and i'm gonna have to spoil it um in order to talk about any of it is that it starts out with him as a kid and it like it's like 1991 or something and it goes like 10 years later and then towards the end of the film after he after all the you know melodrama romance stuff's out of the way he goes to his father's office for advice robert patterson and he goes up in the elevator, and, oh, his father calls. He's like, oh, he's not, he's not there right now. And guess what day it is? It is September 11, 2001. Robert Pattinson, in that movie, that crap movie, dies in 9-11. It's just downright insulting. <laughs> anyway, um, you guys do a good show, and um, our, our show is We Hate Movies. You can find us on iTunes and wehatemovies.com. Thanks. Hi, I'm Eddie Pepitone from the Long Shot Podcast. My favorite movie is, um, I would have to say it's uh, Angels in the Outfield. 
Hey there, Adam and Proudly Resents. This is John Mathot from Horrible Movie Night, our the live riffing movie riffing show in Los Angeles. Calling to say that our worst movie was an old movie from 1985 called Alien Warrior in Canada, also known as King of the Streets, about Jesus's brother coming to Earth to finish the job that Jesus didn't do right. This is from the film, not my personal opinion here. Uh, he decides to do this by coming to L.A. Skid Row and teaching a street gang kung fu and uh, beating back some drug dealers and helping empower a uh, woman who volunteers at a reading center. It's very strange, very bizarre. One of the worst, weirdest, most awesome movies we've ever seen. Uh, check us out at HorribleMovieNight.com and come see our shows monthly in Hollywood and Proudly Resents Rules. Thank you, guys. Bye. Thanks for listening to Proudly Resents. Make a comment or suggest a film at reachadam at mac.com. That's reachadam at mac.com or on our comment line. Ready? Get a pencil. (laughs) I'll wait. Okay? Got one? Okay. To call 646-481-5476. That's our comment line. 646-481-5476. Keep it clean and short. We might air it. Join us on Facebook or be old school and go to our website, proudlyresents.com. If you like the show, put the episode up on your Twitter, Facebook, stumble upon, dig, you know, all those things. Tell a friend, I'm Eddie Pepitone, and my Twitter account is at, at Eddie Pepitone. Adam, that, we're, we're out of time for this interview.